Okay, so I thought uh, we'd have to have a screaming match, but it seems uh, not much going on in the background there, Sashin. Yes, that's correct. Well, it is quite a calm morning here at the Wits main campus in Bramfontein, and uh, students haven't yet started gathering. The FRC last night did ask students to start gathering at 7 a.m. at the piazza in front of the Great Hall. However, there isn't any gatherings of that nature uh, which have begun yet. However, there is a heavy police presence and a private security presence. Dozens of police officers are now uh, making their way through the campus with sniffer dogs, uh, you know, just to ensure that uh, the, the university is safe and so on, as the university said that lectures will continue this morning. Now, Sashin, you were at the university for most of the day yesterday. Talk to us about what you made of the chaos that subsequently unfolded there. Yes, well, yesterday, basically, the morning started off with uh, students protesting. Then about three to 400 of them then made their way around the campus where they started disrupting lectures and actually threatening students and physically pulling them out of lecture halls and lecture theatres. They then made their way to the front of the Great Hall where about a thousand of them gathered. And uh, this is where, they st- where the violence started. Uh, they, be- they began actually throwing stones at private security and police in front of the Great Hall, which resulted in police retaliating, you know, by firing rubber bullets and uh, stun grenades to try and disperse the angry protesters. They then eventually had to push the students off the campus, which then led them, you know, taking their fight to the streets of Bramfontein where they eventually ended up torching a bus and looting several shops. Uh, So, you know, the scenes yesterday weren't pleasant at all, where students were outraged and uh, they really intensified their fight to another level. Sashin, did you get a sense that the student leadership had lost control over the crowd? Well, we can say that because at first the, the protest did start off quite peaceful and once they started making their way around and actually physically pulling out uh, students from the classes, you know, things just got out of hand. Uh, so I, we can safely say that there might have been a uh, lack of leadership in the protest because it's been the first time that the situation did get that out of control, uh, you know, with uh, a bus actually being torched. Uh, so, you know, today we're just going to have to wait and see because they have vowed uh, to actually intensify their protest and continue once again. Well, Session, thanks for that. And we'll speak to you later on. As Session says, uh, there was a call for students to uh, g- gather this morning at 7 a.m. It's a quarter past seven right now. Uh, so we'll keep tabs on that developing situation. But uh, we are crossing now to uh, the VIT spokesperson, Sharona Patel. Thanks for speaking to us once again, Sharona. Good morning, Sakina. Thanks for having me. Now, Sharona, the scenes that uh, uh, erupted yesterday, the chaos that ensued, what is the university sentiment around all of this? Well, uh, Sakina, despite uh, all the disruptions that happened, despite um, the clashes with the police and private security, uh, we believe that the university should still reopen today. And there are two reasons for this. The one is that yesterday, despite all of that, we got through over just 50% of our classes. Um, we had the disruptions, as Sashin said, between mid-morning and mid-afternoon. But across our campuses, at least half of our lectures took place. And we believe that's a good start. Uh, if we can get through um, a lot more today, we'd be usually appreciative. Um, we don't have a choice, Sakina. The only other choice we've got, if we don't finish this academic program this year, is, is to shut down for the remainder of this year, which has major implications. 
Um, as for the students and negotiating with them, we tried again yesterday. We really did. Our dean of students went down to them and said, look, because there are so many different student groups um, and, and, and they represent different parties, different clubs and societies, different political parties, she said that they could select 20, any 20 representatives to come and talk to management, to come and engage with us, sit at our table, um, negotiate, bring forward a set of demands, but they refused. We also put to them yesterday, they then asked for an imbezo, we agreed to an imbezo uh, with an independent facilitator, etc., um, and they declined that as well. So uh, they're not, they're saying they're not, they don't have a fight with the university. As you mentioned, it's a fight for free, uh, quality, decolonized higher education, and they want that from the state, but they're using universities um, uh, as, as pawns or holding us hostage um, so that they can get what they want. And I think that's unfortunate. Mm. And the major concern, of course, is whether the university, the institution, is able to guarantee the safety of those who do go to class, given what happened, the disruptions, the fact that uh, some of the protesting students did get into those lectures and disrupted them. Yes, that's right. Um, And it's for that reason that we've had to hand over all security operations to the South African Police Services. Um, they were on campus yesterday, but they were still working with private security and the VIT security. However, they've now asked to manage all operations for the remainder of the day, and they've agreed to manage it on a building-by-building basis. This means that they will have police at each lecture theater and near each building. And um, we've now left it up to them. They're saying it's their, you know, it's, they are the ones responsible for maintaining law and order, and we've had to hand over that to them. The the downside of that is that which uh, management then doesn't have control over the police because they've got their own chain of command. Uh, but at this stage, we are left with no other option. So what is the way forward? Is this going to be uh, the situation until the end of this academic year? Well, we're hoping today will be better and that we will get more foul classes on track. Um, if we could get, you know, like I said, over half of our classes happened yesterday, if we could um, get at least the majority of them going today, we are keen that by the end of the week we could have at least got uh, most of the academic program uh, running for this week. We need about two weeks um, of teaching time before examinations, so really it's the next 10 days that are critical. The, uh, we don't have other options, but, you know, there are three things. We either try to stay open and try to finish this year. Option two is we shut down and students just write exams, but that would compromise our professional degrees like engineering, uh, medical school, health sciences, where people need to work in hospitals, where people need to um, work in labs, computer labs, etc. And then the third option is just to shut down for the remainder of the year if, we can't, if there is no learning or teaching taking place. Now, there we are playing with 37,000 lines, at least adverts, that's where people won't have an opportunity to graduate. We'll have less doctors, lawyers, nurses, teachers in the workplace, etc. And um, and also we won't be able to take in new applicants. So we've got 75,000 new applicants for 7,000 spaces next year. What happens to those first years who can't enter the system? So, so we don't want to go those routes, and it's for that reason that we're doing whatever we can to try to complete this year for the majority of students. So Sashin said about 1,000 students were protesting yesterday, and I agree with it. At the height of the protest, it gets to about 1,000. We've got 37,000 students. Um, You know, we need to also look at the rights of the 36,000 who want to learn and work. Well, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much, Vert Spokesperson Sharona Patel.
So let's move our attention to the University of the Western Cape in Cape Town, uh, where uh, that institution has uh, decided to close down for the rest of the week. The university says that staff and students have been intimidated by the Fees Must Fall activists. University spokesperson Lutando uh, uh, Jailibongwe joins us on the line now. Uh, Lutando, thanks for speaking to us this morning. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to your listeners. So uh, could you talk to us more about that decision to close the university for the rest of the week? Yes, the university management took the decision to close uh, the campus for the rest of this week. In particular, classes have been suspended for the week, and staff members have been asked to um, work from home and, and other methods uh, of working of an off-campus site um, in order to continue their work. Um, the decision was made due to uh, disruptions that took place over the past few days. Um, classes and tests have been disrupted, um, and staff members, in particular yesterday, were threatened by protesters, um, and, ha- and they had no choice but to leave campus. Our new student representative council was inaugurated last week Friday, and um, talks have begun with um, the newly inaugurated SRC, and further engagements will take place this week with other student structures. Uh, in order to bring things to normality, hopefully by the end of this week, so that we can start again next week. So how will these current uh, events impact on the academic program? Um, It will mean that we'll be losing out on two weeks of um, lectures. Um, The university has implemented uh, strategies of alternative methods for, for students to be able to catch up for the two weeks we've lost, um, and the university has implemented a, a blended learning method whereby students will be able to access their lectures online and also through other methods, and each faculty and department is communicating um, with the students. Um, we, In total, we had four weeks left of this year, so we'll be losing out on, on, on two weeks. And um, any, uh, are there any contingency plans to actually make up that time? The contingency plans is, is the blended learning strategy that's been implemented, uh, whereby students will be able to access their lectures online. Um, the tests will also there's other methods of them um, going ahead with the test and the assessment and submitting assignments through different methods instead of coming to the campus they'll be able, for example, to, to mail their assignments to, to their lecturers. Um, so some, some of the work will be done through uh, a different method instead of them being on campus physically and being threatened. Well, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much, University of the Western Cape spokesperson, uh, Lutando Jalibongo. Uh, and the rest of this week lost to that institution. They will be closed until next week. Academic activities got off to a slow start at the University of Venda yesterday. Some lecturers didn't show up for class. So we joined on the line now by spokesperson of the University of Venda, Takalani Zaga. Thanks so much for speaking to us this morning. Uh, good morning to you and to, to FFM listeners. So, Takalani, you resumed classes yesterday. If you could please just turn off your radio for us. No, no, it's uh, off. Okay, I'm yeah, hearing I myself can, can, back. Oh, is it? 
No, but the radio is off. I'm actually driving. All right. So you resumed class yesterday. How did it go? Yes, I can confirm that uh, classes at the event are resumed uh, yesterday, Monday, the, t- the 10th of October 2016. As you have rightly indicated, uh, there were a few uh, academic staff members who didn't turn up for the uh, lectures, but we are currently encouraging them. Uh, to go to their respective uh, classes. And I can co- also indicate that uh, the decision to uh, resume classes was taken at a meeting between the business management and students uh, that took place on Wednesday, the 6th of October. And uh, some lecturers did not ca- show up for class uh, yesterday. Uh, what are you expecting to actually transpire this morning? And were there any attempts at any stage by protesting students at your institution to disrupt classes? Unfortunately, yesterday uh, there were no indications that uh, students are still going to continue to disrupt classes. And I can also indicate that uh, uh, the disruption of classes uh, during the past week uh, was only by a very few uh, a small group of students at university. And I can also indicate that the university's student representative council was not in support of the protest. And it is for this reason that uh, the majority of students are now going back to their classes. Well, thanks for the update, spokesperson uh, from the University of Venda, uh, Takalani Zaga. Meanwhile, protesting students disrupted lessons, uh, bringing all academic activities to a halt at the Northwest University's Mahikeng campus yesterday. And we're joined on the line now by that university spokesperson, Kurs Diechenar. Thanks for speaking to us this morning, Kurs. Yes, good morning. Thank you. So following what happened yesterday, what is the way forward this morning with your academic program? Well, um, I mean, just put the record maybe straight. Uh, we did open uh, yesterday morning, uh, you know, four classes. And um, uh, although there were some uh, sporadic disruptions on our campus uh, during the morning, uh, we uh, actually managed to continue with some of our classes already yesterday. And we are also to continue with that trend uh, this morning and also throughout this week. So uh, what is the sense that you are getting? Are the majority of the students for or against continuing with the academic program? Well, all, all indications is that the majority of the students want to continue with the academic program. You know, we are starting with our um, uh, examinations on the 24th of October already. So um, uh, it is vital for them to continue now at this stage, you know, get everything ready so that they can sit for the examination as we have scheduled it. So given what happened yesterday, um, what do you expect to actually uh, happen this morning? Uh, Do you expect more disruptions or are you hoping that classes would resume as per normal? Yeah, well, we are urging students to uh, to go to class and, uh, you know, stop with any disruptions. But we have our security uh, deployed on campus and we also have contingency plans in place. So um, we, uh, as you say, we hope that we can continue and then address if there's any eventuality that might, uh, you know, might occur. Thank you so much for that. And that was uh, Kurs Diechenar, who is the Northwest University spokesperson.